Hey, and welcome to Mama's Making Moves. We are glad you found us. In this podcast, Marissa Boone and Tracy Scott talk about their lives as real estate agents, wives, and moms. We want to share our lives and experiences with you, and we hope you laugh, relate, and cheer. Click subscribe so you don't miss our crazy lives as you take a small break from yours. Welcome to Mama's Making Making Moves. We are excited today. We have an in-house guest. Yay! Yay! Woo! We have Miss Kathy Jo Boggs, and if you don't know her, you should. Definitely she, missing out. Yeah, hey. you're definitely missing out. Say hi, Kathy Jo. Hey, y'all. Hey, I'm y'all. so excited to be here. Thank you. We're, we're super glad you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about how to be fully... Oh, fully living. Fully alive. Yes. Fully living. And uh, I was telling Kathy Joe when I called her, the moment you, Marissa, mentioned to me, like, fully alive, I was like, I don't know what that means, but I knew somebody who always seems fully alive to yeah, me. she instantly said you. <laughs> yes, I instantly said, I know this lady. And so, thank you for being here, yeah, we Kathy Joe. Oh, absolutely. It's an honor. I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to give back in this way. Yeah, well, you are always giving back, and that's really part of it what one of the reasons that I really feel like oh my goodness and you know I think I told you a little bit mm-hmm. um the first time that I well I met Kathy Joe. I've known you for a long time <laughs> a long time but one of the times you know how we all go to church here so nobody's shocked by that we all, all go right. to church we all pray but you know how some Jesus people are like oh, I'm gonna I'm pray for you <laughs> You know, we put that mess on Facebook, yeah. a little prayer. And that's it. For that one second, that's, yeah. 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 And you know you lying because mm-hmm. you're like. You got to do know. it in the moment or it ain't going to happen. Right. You don't remember that their father <laughs> passed away. You know right. what I'm saying? So, but Kathy Joe was is the type that they'll like call you up or stand right there and just be like, I'm going to pray for you right now. Yeah. <laughs> she said that. I'm like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just something that like left an imprint on me mm. a long time ago. Yeah, I so, remember that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, and since then, we've done recovery together. We've done church together. We've done some life together. And it's, it's uh, consistent. You guys have been living. We've been living. We've been living. Yeah. So Ooh. I thought we would just start by let, giving you an opportunity. Just tell us a little bit about, like, well, you know, what's your story? I, th- mm. I think. We like, all have a story. Right. We all have a story. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you've been through something mm. that you know that there's something more. Right. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you just share a little bit about who you are and what's you can start with like the easy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. I feel like how far do you go back? Right. <laughs> you start telling your story because yeah. our story always keeps going back, I think. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, so but I guess <clears throat> what we really connected um, or what I can remember, you know, when I prayed for you, it was like Grandma Bradley's. Yeah. My son's babysitter. Oh. And my kid was probably 18 months old, and he's now 14. So right. That, that's, <laughs> wow. the, that's the first time I remember you. But my story is, well, I'm Kathy Joe Boggs. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, who is a recovering addict of 24 years. I got saved at the same time, accepted Jesus as my Savior when I started working um, recovery. I have muddled through that, but it has taught me, recovery has really taught me how to live. You know, it's been such an abundant thing in my life, but it's been very painful and it's been a lot of work at times. Mm -hmm. I've been married for 
15 years and I have a 14 year old. So I'm a mother that I didn't meet my husband until I was 36, got engaged when I was 37, got married at 38 and had a baby at 39. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That gave me cold chills. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, I was, I lived in a very abundant single life. Once I got saved, I enjoyed my life. Lots of good things going on, but to get to that place of where I got saved and I started working recovery recovery, I was crazier in a bed bug. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had some issues that I still have issues that looks the same, but I still have to work through. Right. You know, so I found me an an amazing Bible teaching church, but I didn't know how to live. I didn't have recovery. And at that time, um, I've done Celebrate Recovery, and I still participate in that some. But at that time, Celebrate Recovery wasn't around here. You know, the Christian-based 12-step program. So I went to Narcotics Anonymous. And that's where I learned that I was really crazy in a bed bug. <laughs> right. You know, but this. you were in good company. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes, exactly. You the were not alone. Right. <laughs> the therapeutic value of, you know, one addict helping another. Mm-hmm. and But still had Jesus all in the mix of that. You know, because as I worked recovery, I was still very, um, and still am, you know, hot and heavy and big into my church. Right. You? So, gosh, you know, moving, getting up to the point of where... I mean, I was in so much pain when I got saved. And I was in so much pain when I went to the rooms. I just didn't know how to live. And I was really desperate. I was, you know, I've just a lot of insanity in my life. A lot of using, um, drinking, drugging, sexual insanity, financial unmanageability. Um, I didn't know how to be a friend. I didn't know how to, I was a hustler, a manipulator. I just did all those things that you, I did, you know, addicts do. Yeah, you know, right. out of whatever. And I was so desperate. I was in a, I've been in jail like three times. Yeah, I became a regular tender. Right. Whether I needed it or not, not at church, but in jail. Right. Once a year. Whether right. I needed it or not, you know. And it just, it, um, and I, it, I got tired. Mm-hmm. And so I had a friend invite me to church and, or actually I invited myself. I was just talking about this the other day. She was my trainer. I worked, I lifted back mm-hmm. then. I was working out with her and she was talking about her church having this great invite your friends, but she wanted to invite me <laughs> and I right. couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I was like, I think I want to do that. Like I would think about it and she'd be all excited. And finally I just said like, can I go? <laughs> you know, and I got saved that day. Wow, I accepted awesome. the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, they did an altar call. It's like when the spirit moves and mm-hmm. you just, you, you don't even know what moved your feet. Right. And I literally went from unsaved to saved that day. Like I really, my experience, and I know not everybody's experience Mm -hmm. is that, but my experience was like, boom, boom, like a mama dog picking up a puppy from the nape (laughs) of the neck. Unsaved, move over here saved. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. And I, I still was nuts though. (laughs) I didn't know what to do with life. I, I knew I wanted the abundance and the fulfillment of what to do as far as being saved. Um, and, you know, I wish my story stopped there that, you know, <laughs> I lived the abundant life for Jesus after that. But nine months later, I drank. Mm-hmm. And I didn't just, like, have a drink, like a dinner. Like, I had a blackout. Mm. Right. Like, like, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, that's right. what we do with addicts, right? right? Like, I got yep. drunk. I woke up the next morning and didn't know how, what, where, when. Right. You know, and that's when I knew I needed to figure something else mm-hmm. out. And someone told me about 12 steps. And I went to Narcotics Anonymous and learned how to live as well as Jesus being in the mix of it and working the steps. And it's a lot of work, you know, life (laughs) is cool and life is good. But like we were just talking, my 14 year old life got really hard with him. 
and we pulled him and put him in a different school. It's an ongoing process. Um, and now it's really funny, you know, when you, with, with addiction um, and, you know, living for Jesus, addiction doesn't look like drugs or alcohol for me. It can look like food. Yep. It can look like money, spending, control. You're still talking people into stuff they don't need to be talking to. <laughs> right. You know, but um, gosh, it's a great life. It's not always easy, but it's no. a it's a great life, and I enjoy life. You know, it's um, pushed me into like I'm a, a hairstylist by vocational trait. Love it, love people, but I'm also now a holistic health coach, certified and badged. Oh, wow. You know, I wanted to. Um, I had some pain in my life about how food affected my family, and I did some research and decided I wanted to help people. So I did a schooling online. So. Um, if I'd still been using, I wouldn't known yeah. how to like, okay, I want to try this. What do I do? I, you know, I learned, I knew I was taught how to ask questions. How do you do that? What do I do? And the, you know, and the online internet and stuff gives us the ability to check things out. <laughs> but I didn't know how to do that 24 years ago. Right. Like, because I wanted to look like I was okay. Right. So I wouldn't ask anybody or even, you know, researched it. So yeah, it's exciting. I'm really honored. This is so fun to do this for you all and, and give back, you know, because when I use, I didn't give back. No, I took. you just took. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that in a nutshell about me and um, I'm very open about my recovery and my yeah. addiction because I love helping people get out of the disease yeah. of addiction. Somebody will connect with you on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah like lots of us, really. Yeah. 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 They, These they won't days. feel alone. We're like, ooh, we're not alone. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because it's the truth. Right. You know, what, what, you know, the, the truth will set you free. Yeah. You know, right. I, I, you know it, it's about, it's my story. And, um, literally Jesus and the trust of program saved my life. Right. Like it taught me how to live. Mm-hmm. I not live. Right. You know, back then I do now though. Right. <laughs> so when you look at the, the 12 steps is I yeah. think a lot of, like we know we're sitting here and familiar, but when you think about the 12 steps, which of those 12 steps if you will if you can share with the audience is the one that you got to grab a hold of or go back to or you know just Mm. I don't know cling to maybe the most that resonates with you it would be that you know what they call the one two three shuffle right Mm -hmm. like step one two and three because it's the basics of how to live daily once I went through all 12 steps how do I maintain that and then you know in narcotics and arms, you go through them again. Well, even in CR, right. you know, you do them again or you do another step study. It's that, all right, I have no power. And when right. I think I have some power, mm-hmm. it becomes unmanageable. I so, my power greater myself was not only Jesus, but it was other people because I didn't know how to be intimate and vulnerable with particularly women, you know, relationships mm-hmm. where I was like that tribal kind of cheerleader thing. Yeah. I didn't have that mm-hmm. because I was so wounded as a little girl that control and power um and and keeping an arm's length Mm -hmm. um that's how i took care of myself so when it came to believing that not only jesus but other people could come in my life and help me wouldn't judge me and i would be okay with me how i i was would help me grow and then by all means you know then you surrender to god the god you know jesus is a god of understanding and they they say you know higher power or the God of your understanding that, um, then he works it out. Right. <laughs> right. But it's, a, it's those basic three steps. Right. So people, you know, I, I have that question written down <laughs> because it is, a, it is like, I feel like God puts people in yeah. our life 
mm. that to walk alongside us, much like you were sharing. If your trust has been broken for yeah. us females, I mean males too, but being able to be intimate with other women, uh, establishing real friendships, yeah, not like friendships, true. yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. not out Deep. of convenience or manipulation or any of those things. So, so who who are your people today? And then. Tell us about a time when, you know, you were trying to do it by yourself and like, you know, people just gathered around or God put somebody there in that moment where it was just significant. Yeah, like, you know, my story when it comes to 12 steps in the church is I think is really different than a lot of people, particularly in the rooms that, you know, I really built strong relationships in both places. Right. You know, my sponsor is an amazing lady, but Jesus is not the God of her understanding, mm-hmm. but she has taught me how to live and she knows where I stand with Jesus, you know? Right. So, um, it's like, what, what was the question again? I kind of got, <laughs> got no, off no. there. Sorry. It's people. Yeah, it's people. people. She was you one know, of them. You were, yeah. Yes. So your sponsor. Yes. Like, and she's still my sponsor. You right. know, I stepped away from Narcotics Anonymous for about seven years and did just celebrate recovery. And then I just went back and I was always connected with her through that. And when I went back, you know, she's my one of my persons, and it it developed our relationship. I have um, quite a few besties. I have one that I'm really accountable to that we really get real with. Like I say things I probably wouldn't say <laughs> to any other right people. Um, it it was really hard. Like I really believe that you got to have someone you're like extremely vulnerable with. But mm-hmm. as you go up this path of being kind of vulnerable, sort of vulnerable, more vulnerable, the numbers get fewer. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. So down here we have people that we can be facts, information or ideas, but then when I'm vulnerable, it's just a couple people, but I do have, um, you know, like the, the my church. I mean, I, I'm totally connected. I have wonderful people at my church that I love. I'm connected with. And, um, and and I still have people like at Celebrate Recovery I'm really connected with. Mm-hmm. You know, we're 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 taking a break just because of basketball season. <laughs> right. <laughs> my, my husband and I, because his my son's games are on Friday. But that was really hard for me, and still can be hard for me as far as a tribe. You know, because I think I know everything. Like <laughs> I, I think I know more than you and you. And then so when someone does something, that I'm like, well, that's so dumb. You know, mm-hmm. and but God is really working it out for me to really being open-minded enough to know how people handle things. Um, but gosh, it's still work for me to be part <laughs> of a tribe. Like working in a salon, like I work in a salon with women, like eight, nine women. But before that, I owned my own salon because I could control it. Yep. Right. Yeah, you know, that's why I got a business on my own. Not because I wanted to be massive and help other women build the careers because I didn't want to answer to anybody. Right. <laughs> and what a right. sad thing, but true that, you know, and then when I wanted out of the part of owning my salon, I had to figure out how to be part of a, a community and a tribe because the girl that owns the salon where I'm at now, she wants to be a place of hope. She wants to be positive. We do not gossip. Like it is right. such, there is such an experience oh, that's there. Great. But we had to work for that. And I had to work for that because in the very beginning, I was like, mm, in my head. <laughs> right. I'm really going, no, that's not the way it's going to be. So. Yeah, it, and it's being open to being vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know. And it's very tough. Yeah, it is tough, right? That, yeah. um, that if I am, I'll be healed or I'll be changed or I'll grow mm-hmm. or it won't have the grips on me that it had 
because I, when I started, when I got saved and when I started the 12-step program, I didn't have people like that with me. Because if you were in my life, I was probably telling you what to do. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right. So, or I was using you and manipulating you or I was being used and manipulated. Because right. that's what I did as an addict. Right. Yeah. So since recovery, has your trust been broken at some point? And what do you do about that? Mm, yeah. Yeah, right. Wouldn't that be beautiful? <laughs> I mean, no. Never. Right. Never. Right. That would be amazing. I knew the answer to that. I think that, I, I mean, I knew. I don't know, but I know for all of us, like, right. somebody, people are crazy. You know, I always <laughs> say uh, people will disappoint you, but God never will. You Absolutely. Know? And so people are just going to be people. But I think that's one of the things that keeps us... Um, to ourselves, you know, keeps mm. other women out there that are listening not fully alive, you know, just yeah. still desperate because someone's broken that trust. Mm -hmm. So tell us, you know, since recovery, it's happened, you know, yeah. it's not like, woo woo. So what do you do? <laughs> right. What do you do, Kathy Joe? What do you do? Yeah. So out there, you know, the point of desperation for me is why, why I accepted Jesus and why I went to the rooms. So, um, so if they are out there and they're desperate, there is, you don't have to be in the desperation alone because there is a place to go, whether it's church, whether it's sub-recovery, NAAA, you know, CA, whatever. Um, well, you know, it goes back to the basics, right, of 12-step program. You know, I'm, if someone's broken my trust, it's created some kind of unmanageability because I've got feelings. Mm -hmm. you know, I use because of feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, happy, sad, mad, glad. I mean... Yeah, let's go, you know. <laughs> so then the trial said, okay, I recognize it. I got a feeling they hurt me. And then my power, my, the, this Jesus, but also people, that tribe again, you know, um, my safe people. You just asked me about my accountability to talk. Sometimes I have to go to my sponsor or safe people in my life to talk about the real gut problem of mm -hmm. it. And then I pr probably go back to the person. Can we process this? Because if someone's hurt me, or um, they've broken my trust, or lots of times if I've been hurt, some of it's my stuff probably, <laughs> right, right? right? Like, like I've probably done something, or I made something bigger than it really was, right. or maybe, I, maybe I didn't. But restoration, um, reconciliation, healing to some degree is always the goal. It doesn't mean I go back to being that trusting friend with them, but there is a place to forgive. As I work the process, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. Whatever, it's processing, talking about it, accepting responsibility, extending grace, but also having valid feelings and thoughts on it. So, and that's what going. I mean, I'm going. I'm going to be hurt, right. you know, in life because how did I cope when I used and before I had Jesus? I just wrote you off. Oh, yeah. Or I'd kirk yeah. out on you. Yep. You're gone. Yep. Right, right. <laughs> or to the next. Yep. Yes, you're gone, and I treat you like crap. Right. You mm -hmm. know? Uh, so not wanting to do that again, but it comes very natural mm -hmm. because that's oh, yeah. what I did for so long. Um, it's just a process of really, really working through that. Why, why do I feel that way? Why was it? What? Go on to someone that can say, yep, that's valid, or like, come on, Kathy Jo. <laughs> you know, my accountability mm -hmm. partners, again, my sponsor – um, I have fr I have some friends in church that I would do that with. Again, it's that place of when you get really vulnerable about that, because I don't. If I'm really hurt, I don't want someone to tell me what part did you have in it, right? Uh. May or may not. You know, I don't <laughs> want to hear that. So then I got to be vulnerable and willing to go listen to, because my sponsor's done that. She's validate me, but she's also said, "Come on, Kathy Joe. right? I mean, wh what do you mean? 
you know, so I think it's, again, it's that process of working the steps, believing that Jesus can reconcile, accepting responsibility, all that, you know, stuff that, because if I, I it was so fascinating, you considered me to be fully living, because if I didn't know how to do that, I wouldn't be fully living, because I'd be running around holding on to resentments. Right. Yeah, it's so funny because I'm working a fourth step again with ah. my sponsor <laughs> and I feel like I'm more intentional and more honest than, than I've ever been. And really thinking about it, because I used to do the steps and want to just say, oh, I did one, <laughs> I did two, I did three, I'm good. Um, and I'm really being intentional. And some things will come up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like really ticked at them <laughs> mm -hmm. still. And say hi to them. Right. When I see them, these are people I'll see, I'll go, hi. Yeah. yeah. So working through it, and right. I will go over that with her. So I think it's daily work, right? right? It really is. Mm. It seems it really like is. you really learned who you were as a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it, because in order to do those steps or anything, you have to know who you are. And I think that's a problem that a lot of us women or addicts have is that mm -hmm. we mask it by using or manipulating so we don't have to decide who we are. Because mm -hmm. when you figure out who you are, you really got to look deep yeah. in being addicts, we're not willing to do that right. because then you, it's raw and nobody wants to do that. But it seems like you truly found out who you were and that allowed you to fully live. Yeah. It's and, you know, honesty. Yeah. You know, in NA, it's being open to, and willing to be honest. Yeah, that rigorous <laughs> honesty. Yes. Because yeah. if I'm honest and somebody can't go, I remember when. And yeah. I'll be like, well, so do I. I mean, <laughs> right. I was there. You know, <laughs> right. I get that. And, yeah. and also just going, okay, that really stunk when that happened or, you know, I've prayed through some things that man, just healing and deliverance, but I had to really say, I didn't like when that happened. And I, I used in this community, I just had an experience back in October at a class reunion where someone looked at me across the table and was like, yeah, I remember picking you up by the parking lot. And I was like, why'd you say that to me? <laughs> right. and, and I went home and I had a whole lot of feeling with that and had to mm -hmm. work through that you know, process with my sponsor, process with my husband, because it still comes up. I mean, that was 25 years ago. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a good segue into something that I think hurts us a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know, this past, you know, how do you get over mm -hmm. your past? You know, it, it does, you can get over it, but then there's people that come in and say those things. So, so you were going down that road, you went home and you, you know, and what? I mean, I cried. Right. I cried all the way home. Wow. No, just like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Um, cried to my husband. I went to my home group mm -hmm. like two days later. It was time for my meeting. It was very interesting because one of my home group members who I remember when he came into the rooms and he is a, a, um, he works recovery and really serves that community and, he was like, really, what did you expect when you went there, Kathy Jo? What right. did you expect when you went to your class reunion? We know what they do. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was able to go, you know, I'm not liking you right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, but yep. in the midst of, okay, man, that guy hurt my feelings. But also, what did I expect? He knows no different. Right. You know, he's not, he right. wasn't working recovery. He's not in church. A kindness right. and and you know they like three sheets in the wind already like right. feel yeah. like they can fly whatever they want you know at their tongue it was he was not the person to process it with you know again right. it was my sponsor it was talking right. about it in my home group it was praying about it and having understanding you know my husband was really my mighty warrior then mm -hmm. just right really because he didn't want to go with me and i was okay with that not one and he was just like 
gosh, I'm so sorry, Kathy Joe, and just you know, loved me up. And um, it, it, it again, it's that process. Okay, reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Coming to a place of where I don't have a resentment with him because I got it because he's clicking on in life. Right. Yeah. Right. He doesn't even care. He said, <laughs> scary. He said that to me on a Saturday night. Right. You know, yeah. and, but it was work, you know, back. I mean, I sobbed. There was so many feelings attached to that. Cause I probably in that moment, I probably thought, gosh, I've done all this work. Did it even make a difference? Right. And it makes you relive that. Yeah. When you've yeah. moved so far past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no other people don't move with you. And that's mm-hmm. what we have to remember. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's it's it, feelings, right? Mm-hmm. They suck. <laughs> right. Well, and I think the other thing that, you know, the, the dude at the meeting said to you, like, what did you expect? And that's just a key to fully living to me, like our expectations. My. Oh, come on. You can <laughs> preach that, right? I don't preach all day. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, I know it comes, I mean, I come home, I expect my house to be clean. That could set me off in like a minute. Yep. That is not fully living. That is not. Right. So I got to keep that. I mean, it's not just the house. That's a right. simple one. Yeah. Right. Okay. I expect people to think like me, act mm-hmm. like me, be like me, know I'm better, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Not bring up the past, you know, have some freaking manners, all of that, <laughs> you know, but that's just not real life. Right. And so if I carry that around, then I, I'm not going to be happy no. right. back to that. People will disappoint you. Yep. You know, yeah. God never will. So I, I try to keep my expectations just like at zero. I've got my phrase mm-hmm. for 2020 that just fell upon me. And that is stay in your lane. You know, <laughs> that's going to be my phrase of the year because yep. You know, starting something new. I want to see what this person's doing and that person's doing. And God's like, I got a path for you, yeah, yeah. sister. Yeah, so could you stay on it, please? <laughs> right. You know? right. It's not his path or her path. It's, it's you know, my path for you. Or you. I've chosen you. And so when I have that perspective, great. But when I don't, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so tell us about a time. You got stuck. You know, I think about people that are stuck in their in their mess and their anxiety and their depression, even after recovery. Like we mm. know yeah, that happens. you get mm-hmm. well or you start going to church and you feel like you're on fire. And then yeah. one day you come home and you're like in bed eating bonbons, watching mm-hmm. Netflix going, my life is what happened? Yeah. Where did the fire go? Right. So talk to us about how how you got s- stuck. I'm assuming it's happened. And then how you get unstuck? Yeah, it is so funny because I was just talking about a stuck situation the other day on the phone with a friend of mine, with my accountability partner. And um, I think lots of times when I get stuck, it's fear. Mm-hmm. I get really scared about something, whether it's um, something's going to be taken from me, whether it's um, I feel like I can't change it. Like I experience that a lot as a mother. Like uh-huh. wanting the expectations of my kid being, ch- because he just doesn't do it. <laughs> right. You know, he just doesn't do it. And, um, but this particular situation was fear about money. And I, re- I really got depressed. Like I was like, we're going to lose everything. It was when um, the economy bumped bon- dropped mm-hmm. you know like right. when people i mean when people were killing themselves because of their bill yeah you know, it was really right. when all that like homes were selling for five hundred thousand, and all of a sudden they were worth 150 right it was that that season in the economy and i can remember just um man 
I was stuck. And my husband, had, he called me and said, look, you need to watch um, the movie with Will Smith mm-hmm. about the guy on Wall Street. I forget what it's called. And he had a son and they were homeless. Oh, yeah, The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And halfway through that movie, I was like, my husband is crazy because this is not helping me. I mean, I watched the whole thing and cried the whole time and did not feel better then. Right. Not at all. I was like, this ain't making it any better. And, um, but the re the fear and the feelings and being stuck was real. Like, so it's not having control. Right. And just so scared. Like it, it mentally, physically, Mm -hmm. I could feel it overtaking me. And I just was walking, like my safest place was in bed. My, and my safe place was really in bed. It, my kid would fall asleep at night a lot with me. I felt like nothing could happen to me, him if we would just sleep all the time. It was really a dark place. And just fear, uh, it just overrode me. And gosh, I mean, I can feel it now just talking about mm-hmm. it. And, um... I can remember praying and saying, whatever you are, you got to go. (laughs) Right. Knowing that in the name of Jesus, I remember doing that. And then it was, it was the, that's happened twice. I mean, I'm sure it's happened more times, but where it was like, I thought I was going to lose my mind. And, and seriously, both times I had to go on medication Mm -hmm. because my body clicked. I think a lot of hormonal things of my kid. And, um, so it helped to knock the edge off. And then I would just keep showing up. I would keep going to church. I would keep praying. And the one time I really felt like I went to revival and went to an altar call and I felt it was lifted. Other time, it was really a process of, um, I just had to keep showing up. <laughs> I just had to believe it was going to be different. And some things got different and some things didn't. It was still really dark in some places. And, um, and just talking to my husband and talking about it in the meetings and knowing, I, I think I probably came to a place where if it didn't get better, God had control. I don't remember having a moment of thinking that, mm-hmm. but just doing that, you got to do footwork. I mean, I knew I had to do something and keep moving. You know, I had to keep working. I had to keep going to meetings, I had to keep going to church. And I, and I, and seriously now, like after the second time it happened, Jake was in second grade, he's in ninth grade, and life is so much better. But what those seven years, um, it was it, it would ebb and flow in darkness. Mm-hmm. But where I got really depressed and didn't think I was gonna come out of the dark hole. It, it it's real. And I think God also allowed me to go through that because I used to think like people depressed, I'm like, suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Put yeah. your boots on, yeah. go somewhere. No, it it was hard. Right. I mean, really hard. Yeah, there is no snap out of it. No. 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 But that experience also allowed you to relate to other people now. Right. Because there were so many people you couldn't relate to. Because like you said, you're like, suck it up. Yeah. But now you can be like, wow, you know, you can't just suck it up. And how unkind. Right. Be like, suck it up. Kathy Joe saying or thinking, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought that. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not something that I've had a personal struggle with. right? Right. And that's. So it's easy for me to just mm-hmm. look at it and go, well, that's dumb because I don't relate. Well, that's awful thing to say, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very ignorant, right. but you know, I've been very ignorant, you know, in my past. So there is that, mm. um, you mentioned that kid and sleeping in the bed and <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a lot with our kids, right. Mm. That could, you know, mm. I mean, 
they take the need to be they just suck the life they out do. yeah and i really thought it was going to get better the older they got but right. now i think it got worse the older they got was it easier when your son was young no or is it easier now no and no, no. yeah right <laughs> she's I'm like, like it ain't been easy not one day right okay? it's, not, it's just different right? right it's just different like um well you have a very spirited child and he's the only child. Very high spirited. Yeah. Yeah. Like very vocal. He, he might take after his mother. I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. Very. Um, <laughs> now, in that way, he's he's gained um, skills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how to rein himself in. <laughs> but in other ways, like he's a recovery baby. Like mm-hmm. I was going to, the, I was pregnant with him mm-hmm. and going to the room. So I've always taught him to have a voice. Which mm-hmm. is fine, but then now we're teaching him how, you know, your voice isn't the only voice, <laughs> and sometimes you got to listen, man. Right. It's work. I think it is a um, It's a job every day. It'll be a job when he's 30 mm-hmm. because um, you know, we just mm-hmm. love him so much, and I can let fear. Like, he will, dry, he will get his permit this summer. Oh, God. And he's <laughs> not going to wait till he's 18 to drive. No, he won't. Like, my boy is like... I got a truck. We're giving him an old vehicle of ours. Um, I'm go- I'll take myself everywhere. That's a whole new fear, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like if I just Feels ride with daily. him in the truck all the time, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> right. So, um, it's a great career and vocation, though. I love being a mother. <laughs> oh yeah. I learned a lot about God. I God the Father. Never had a full understanding until I had a child. Mm-hmm. You know, that um, that that unconditional love that he can make me so mad. <laughs> and, I can mm-hmm. do, and he didn't have to do anything stupid. If nope. he pees on the toilet seat, I get really mad. Yep. <laughs> you know? <Right. laughs> uh, so, but gosh, it's um, he's a blessing. And God was so good because, you know, let's get real here. He's not my first pregnancy. Right. And um, he's the only child I have. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so, you know, do the numbers. Right. But um, that God was so good. Right. After I got married, we, my husband and I prayed, Lord, if it's your will. Because I had a lot of physical problems, which I thought, you know, definitely was due because I used. Mm-hmm. I did things that I shouldn't have done. And um, three weeks later, I was pregnant. Oh. Wow. <laughs> there he is, right? Right. Right. So... Yeah, what a blessing and a gift from God that I could be a mother after everything I'd done to my body when mm-hmm. I drank and drugged. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And yeah. I think mm-hmm. that gives a lot of people hope. I mean, mm-hmm. I I don't need any more kids. Okay, Jesus, just, <laughs> just in case you think it's giving me hope, Lord, because you heard that. No, I don't need any more hope. I think hope. you're good. I'm good. <laughs> but I do think, you know, I remember thinking in my third pregnancy that, like, God, how could you be good again? Like you've already, Mm -hmm. you've given me this like twice healthy children that I didn't deserve because of all the Mm -hmm. the things that I've done, still beating myself up, still not believing that God was big enough. Mm -hmm. And then when the third one came out was healthy and all that, I just like, wow, like you're too good. Mm -hmm. God, like you should have cursed me because that's (laughs) what I deserve, you know, but instead you, you, you know, you gave me these babies that are healthy and whole and yay. And, and thank you, Jesus. He probably knew that I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't, do, much. I couldn't do much. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, the kids, it does. It does create a whole nother 
perspective of being fully alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I want to hit on another area that I know that's near and dear to you. And I haven't known you since you've been doing, I mean, I haven't been close to you on a daily basis since you've been doing this like holistic thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm watching because I'm, you know, I, I hit an early menopause, you know, probably I feel early, you know, I thought it was early. I'm like, I'm not ready for this much crazy. Like, right. It was probably 40 early three, four, mm-hmm. you know, and now, I mean, I, well, I, I quit doing a lot of things too, like, you know, smoking and, you know, the mm-hmm. things that were keeping me like skinny kind yeah. of, you know, <laughs> but between the not smoking anymore and the, and the menopause, and my addict brain, I feel like I transferred my addiction to sugar. I mean, sure. I can tell you right after I eat, it's just like the old days wanting a cigarette. Mm. It's now like, okay, I need a piece of candy. Mm. I needed this. I needed that. And I, I mean, I know it because I am an addict. Right. But, oh, girl, the ability to do something about it mm-hmm. is just insane. Like, I'm living in my insanity. But I want to talk about, you know, menopause and health and, mm. you know, what's yeah. changed because you've got this fabulous fabulously fit at 53 uh-huh. hashtag, hashtag that I love <laughs> and uh it's it's special because I I think it's hard and I didn't mm-hmm. see it coming like I did not see it coming and it like just hit me like a freight train and yeah. I'm like oh no I'm not used to living I'm not and I can't be looking like this <laughs> and how about you didn't think it was gonna happen like I can remember think people talk about hot flashes when I was 25 oh, and yeah. 30 mm-hmm. that's not gonna be me yeah you just laugh about it mm-hmm. right 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 so Again, it come out of pain, right? Like um, fear and pain. We learned early in my household that food was a trigger for my kid. Mm. It wasn't so much. It was genetics, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. genetics. It really affected him. Mm -hmm. So I like literally in one year turned my kitchen upside down. Mm -hmm. Like like gave food away and replenished my kitchen. And through that, it's been a journey of understanding how things are made, how animals mm-hmm. are raised, um, whether I should buy mixed seasonings or not mixed seasoning, what sugar does to the brain, mm-hmm. you know, because it triggers right at that yep. opiate place where, you know, we as addicts, they say that a lot in the world now because opiates are a big thing like, you know, mm-hmm. heroin, that it's, you know, it's the same attraction to the brain. Yep. So when I hit menopause, I was extremely miserable. Mm-hmm. And I had like 10 or 15 pounds I wanted to lose, but... I also had really bad knees. I used to be a runner and I used to ride horses and everything shocks through the knees. And I was very fearful. I was scared that when my son graduated, I was going to be walking in a walker. Mm. And I was dr- literally dragging my white, my right foot. And my husband and I were talking about me stopping doing hair and um, having a knee replacement. So mm. I'm 53. I was like 47, mm-hmm. 48. And I was scared. So I started, I knew from researching earlier in life that gut health was a big thing. So I researched some things that really worked on my gut health, which really helped some things subside, like a lot of some inflammation. Mm-hmm. And then I also learning through that company, you know, I, I have a supplement company, but learning through that with a woman I connected with who was a health coach, a holistic health coach. And she's been my coach for two years. Wow. So I believe a coach needs a coach. If mm-hmm. I'm going to help um, ladies, because yeah. it's really ladies I help, and a lot of them are in that age group of menopause, premenopause, I need to be coached. And um, just through that growing and the power of sugar, right? It, it, it's, it's a drug. It is. Oh, yeah. It really yeah. is. And um, 
But you know the most powerful things? I run detox groups. Like I do, like I'm starting one February 3rd. And I have I have 30 women I'm coaching right now in a group. It's a secret group. And we, long story short, we eliminate what I call DAGs, dairy, alcohol, grains, and sugar. But the real power is, honestly, the relationships in the group. Right. They follow mm-hmm. my guidelines. I have, you know, I have that all set up. But, th- you know, there's, there's, it's a no-judgment zone. We do our best and forget the rest. That's my big cliches. <laughs> right. And just, you can do it. You, you got this. We, um, this is the killer. You weigh yourself every day and you post a picture of that scale. Oh, sweet on, Jesus. On the page, right? Take the wheel. That, that's right? a level of accountability right there. Right. I mean, and, it is. And it creates a lot of fear because I don't know about you, when I first started doing that, the scale defined me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Right. It made or broke my day. And that's the, the first of all, the uh, for everybody to learn is just a tool. Right. The human beings mm-hmm. that are in my group, that doesn't even speak to the, the, their character, their heart. Mm-hmm. Right. Who they are. And it just gives you a gauge <coughs> on what's working and what's not working. What right. tr- everybody's body triggers mm-hmm. differently. And to see that, I just had just had a gal today. She, I remember she called me back in October and wanted to do one-on-one coaching. And I said, I can do that, but you're going to pay me four times more than what you would right. do in my group. And I was, I can tell you the gas pump I was sitting at. <laughs> right. I talked her into it. And it, I thought she was going to go over the edge when I told her about the scale picture. You know, right? <laughs> and she, she has right. twins. You gotta go. Yeah, exactly. She has twins. She has a that are like first, second grade, another fourth or fifth grader. Mm-hmm. Busy mama, busy mama. Right. And she just posted on her goal. She just wanted to be healthier for her kids. She's a picky eater, and she's lost like twenty five pounds. Wow, wow. And has hit a number that wasn't even a thought of being a goal. But it was the love from the other people. And we were like, oh, crap. This Like, I just posted the other day, I'm so mad. The scale went up again the third day in a row. <laughs> right. What's going on with me? You know, I'm really vulnerable with it. And and they come back. You got this. It's okay. Thanks for being vulnerable, Coach. Oh, and that's yeah. what she received. You can do this. You you got this. And now she's, like, all over the page suggesting that other people are struggling what to do. So it, it's really my passion the I, my my saying also is so all of y'all can learn all of you love and you're living and loving the healthiest you right mm-hmm. so what's the healthiest you may not be 30 pounds right lesser lesser it may right. be your skin looks clearer. It may right. be you're not having hot flashes. Right. It Maybe may- the inflammation <laughs> of the knees are going to ma- ensure that you can get up your kid's graduation Absolutely. steps. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Or you can go to the um, martial arts tournament. Or you right. can go to the, the beach and just feel like you can walk. Right. Or it may be losing weight. It right. may be creating extra muscle, you know, whatever. Whatever your goal is, I believe the center of it is um, – my, my program, it helps you with gut. It helps your mindset. It's mindset, spirit, and body. Mm-hmm. Take right. care of your body. Do you believe you can do it? Right. It's okay. I have women that won't post their pictures yet, and that's A-OK. Right. I'm like, will you send it to me? Right. And they're all hitting milestones, because even though they're not putting on the page, they're hitting milestones, mm-hmm. and they're having conversations on the page. And I love that. But you know what? Ten years ago, or when I started the journey of when my knees were bothering me and I thought I was going to have a knee replacement, my concern wasn't really that you felt better, that right. you lived, you loved and lived the healthiest you. Right. I was about sharing information, 
getting you under my wing and making money off you. Mm-hmm. Right. And that changed. And when that changed, when God worked on me with that, and when I see, like, I want to just have like a, you know, the running man party for people <laughs> right. when they hit milestones. Right. And right. They, but it's the, rela- you know, relationship is so key. Even Jesus was never alone, right? Our God, right. the Father, mm-hmm. and the Holy Spirit. Um, <clears throat> it, no man is an island. Right. That it, it just, to watch that evolve with them and believe in each other. I've had so many people just, I can't believe how positive it is. Yeah. It it's gives so you all cool. the strength in the world when you have females backing you up. And, and when it's females, right? Right. Because it's different when you have like a mixed group. But when you have females and you know they have your back mm-hmm. and you can talk to them morning, noon, and night, it mm-hmm. makes it so much easier. It does. And that's mm-hmm. why they hit milestones is because they have all the strength that they have. Then they have your strength pushing them too. Yeah. You do amazing. a little bit of coaching too, right? I have, yeah. Or training. Yeah. You're more like the bodybuilding training yeah. thing. Yeah. It's, cool. I mean, it, yeah, it's tough. It is tough doing it on your own. I did it on my own and it's tough. Yeah. But yeah. I know once you mail, build relationships with other females, it's just like it gives you, makes you feel like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yes. Mentally and physically. And trusting that process. Yes. Right? Yeah, because nothing changes overnight. Right. Nothing. <laughs> right. I'd love to snap my fingers and be 30 pounds mm. later. Yeah, me too. I work well, at it every day. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a lot of it for many of us that struggle is that we have, I know that I, I want it. I look at pictures and long for like what was Yep. Yeah. instead of focusing on where I want to be and, and in the moment, you know? Right. So it's like a both and, mm-hmm. and it's like, Oh, the moments are moving so quickly and it just seems like so much work. Mm-hmm. And how am I going to, ma- I see your food pictures and I'm like, what in the bleep does she just cook all day? Like, <laughs> right. what is this? Like, how do you do that? I mean, yeah. how do, you know, like you are making some stuff. If you it. don't follow Kathy Jo Boggs on her Instagram and her Facebook and all that, you should. But she might make you feel a little bit bad if you can't cook because <laughs> she's whipping some stuff out. Mm-hmm. But what do you say to that? Because you're busy. I mean, you know, none right. of us are any busier than mm-hmm. the other. I mean, you work professionally. You have a kid that's involved in stuff. You go to church. You serve the community. I mean, hello. Yeah. You're fully alive, right? Fully yeah. living. Mm-hmm. But you're you're working that kitchen like a boss lady, <laughs> yeah. and that's a big struggle for me. So I think what I when I talk to people, like if they don't like to cook, they don't have to like to cook. But they've got to find a place in their life somehow, some way that they prepare and plan mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So it may not be cooking like I do. When I cook, I bulk cook. Mm-hmm. Right. So the things I post, if I do two, three loaves of say my keto bread that I absolutely love, I freeze it. Right. Like, and it'll last me. I, I crock pot a lot. Or people just, so then, like, if they don't like to cook, okay, Bob, that's, you got to be willing to prepare and plan. I just had somebody ask me, say, do I got to do blah, blah, blah. I said, look, it's just like, reco- I mean, I, she needed it. It's just like recovery, girl. If you don't work it, it don't work. Mm-hmm. Right. So what, you know, what is it? <laughs> right. You know, it maybe it's buying bag lettuce and a container of tomatoes for a salad. Right. And just cooking five pounds of chicken in a crock pot. Right. Or whatever. And trying to help people. I've supplied a lot of recipes. Easy, like five ingredient recipes, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But I do love it. Like it's when I give someone something I make, it's I've really loved on that thing. I put a cute little napkin in the bag. (laughs) Um, I'm early rise, early to bed, though. I'm up Mm -hmm. at three, three thirty when my guys are not up. Right. (laughs) But I'm in bed at eight thirty. Right. Except for tonight. That's 
my table right. over <laughs> there. I, yeah. I, I like that. I I mean, okay, I am not that. And I don't I don't even know if I aspire to be that. But right. I think I've convinced myself that I do. I get a lot of stuff done between 8 and 11. I mean, because my night. kids go to bed. Yeah. And then I turn it back on. Mm-hmm. And, and that works for me, except I struggle with my early morning, like <laughs> the power hour. You know, my mm-hmm. that first, because I get up at like, Six six thirty. My still kids early. are up. Oh, it's er, it's it early, early but it's not before anyone, right? So mm. Nick's already oh, up. The kids yeah. are already up, and I get up and I gotta like hit the ground running to do. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta wear this. Mm-hmm. No, you can't wear that. Oh my gosh, you 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 don't need all that sugar cereal. Please don't get any more. Who spilt that on the ground? What right. in the world? You know. <laughs> and by the time eight o'clock comes, I feel like I've already done a day's work. Mm-hmm. So it's. You know, getting up early, or trying to make sure I read the Bible, trying mm-hmm. to make sure I have that early morning routine. Sometimes the kids just beat me to that, and that's a, yeah. just I struggle. So, tell me about what time do you get up, Marissa? Um, it normally depends. I'll get up at five, um, four thirty. Mm-hmm. Just, but I know that if I don't, my day's done. Right, I'm done for. Yeah, and if I don't get that workout in, my day's shot. My mood's gone. Everything's different. So. Right. What's your morning routine, Kathy Joe? Yeah, so I usually get up and um, my dogs go down with me. I weigh myself before I walk out of my bedroom. I sneak in my closet with my light <laughs> on my phone because I have to. I'm a coach. You got to do it. I got to be. I tell them they got to do it. I go down make my coffee. I usually cook. I'll say, you know what? My quiet time with the Lord will struggle. Like it'll uh-huh. get away. Like I'll be cooking and doing stuff uh-huh. and. Or, or I'll, I want to read, like, my devotions, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I'm scrolling Facebook. Oh, yeah. Right? The it's phone. a struggle. I yeah. have to not take my phone with me. Yeah, yeah. To, to the morning, like, reading and mm-hmm. prayer mm-hmm. or whether I'm doing step study or whether I'm reading a personal development. Like, the phone has to stay in a whole so other hard, room. right? Yeah, it right. just is hard. Um, I, I, But I also extend myself grace. I ebb and flow. I'm a popcorn prayer, too. Like, yeah. I will be... Yeah, I can be moved and crying ra- driving down the road. Uh, yeah, you know, hearing mm-hmm. a song and thanking the Lord and that type of thing. But I really am constantly going back to working. At, I have my own little sitting area with all my books and whatever I, I like to read, and um, so it's continually going back to that. Because then when my kid gets up, it's a, when my husband gets up, he turns the TV on, makes me oh, crazy. Oh no, I can't I know, stand any noise. Music on, and me I'm like, too. seriously. Yeah, and it's not fun. Mm-mm. healthy happy music either i'm like no wonder your day is shot because you're putting all that toxic <laughs> in your head yeah no wonder you act like that i can't do it i can't handle it i want quiet yeah quiet. yeah so <sighs> that's what it once they get up it, it's up and running just like with mm-hmm. you like mm-hmm. I, I i pack my kids lunch i pack my own lunch mm-hmm. i don't eat out that much only because i don't like spending the money i've never right. been like that i've always even before i was a coach i always packed my mm-hmm. own because you just say for me. You just save more money. Oh and that's gosh, another yeah. outfit, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. If I don't that's what I say. A new outfit, <laughs> right? It's not like you're really saving the money. You're just no. transferring the money to yes. something else, something more meaningful. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I say that too. I enjoy eating out, but I know how bad that is. And then when I look at the amount of money yeah. that mm-hmm. I've spent, I'm like. <gasps> And then I'll be yeah. really good for like a month and not eat out. But then, you know, when my Stitch Fix box comes, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I can buy all that because I didn't eat out this month. Yeah. That's right. So. That's a mm-hmm. nice box. <laughs> yeah. I, like I got one on the way. So I'm, oh, I'm, like Christmas. I'm ready. Well, I think I forgot to cancel it. Oh. Uh. 
Oh. I think I might be in denial. Oh, oops, I missed the call. They have cute stuff. They do have cute they stuff. They have really cute stuff. Yes. And it's put together for me. Yeah. And I don't care about shopping and I don't I love shopping. all that. So it just, it definitely scratches an itch. It comes, it's an outfit. I'm like, huh, heck yeah, I'm wearing that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's usually, like I think this outfit right here, so totally cute. 100%. Yeah, I love that skirt. Stitch fix. And I would not go buy it, even though it right. fits my personality and it's something I would wear. I wouldn't see it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> you look sharp. I noticed that as soon Thank as I walked you, in. See? I knew you were coming. So yeah. I was like, I got to step it <laughs> up. Up a little game. Bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was supposed to get my hair done today, but my hair girl has the flu. Oh, not good. So this is what we're working with. And I was like, oh, I was expecting it, you know, to be real ready. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a podcast. Been. It ain't a television <laughs> show. Right, exactly. So praise the Lord for that. <laughs> that is so funny. It's awesome. So we're going to kind of wrap up, but I just mm-hmm. want to ask you, you know, kind of as a wrap up, if there were two or three things that you could say to women out there that are struggling, like, what would you want to say? Yeah, I would say you need relationships. Mm-hmm. Definitely people mm-hmm. in your life, sincere relationships and believing that it's true, that it could happen. Like whether whatever it is, but, but women have been hurt. Like we talked about hurt earlier, and um, is there someone they can trust? You just keep going back to whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know. Whether it's twelve step, whether it's church, whether it's something at work too, and to believe in yourself. Yeah. But uh, whatever you want that that you want to be the healthiest you, whatever that is, it can happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, like my health coach is 10 years younger than me. I'm getting ready to go to Colorado to retreat in April. I would have never thought about that before. Mm-hmm. But I get to, I've, I, I've had to figure out how to do that financially, believing in that and doing, and looking forward to, I've never met her in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. You know, we're connected on Facebook, but I've never been with her. Believing that I, could, I had to come up with a plan. But man, if I didn't have so much pain back, mm-hmm. you know, with, worrying about whether I was going to walk to my kids' mm-hmm. graduation or not, I wouldn't have been to this point where I would have her in my life. Yet another healthy woman. And it's it can happen. But I had to keep showing up and keep mm-hmm. trying different things and um, whatever it be and keep going back and believing, you know, working that one, two, three process. So, yeah, I think relationships are key. And we were creative for relationships. We got to, mm-hmm. if you're really wounded and you don't think you can have a friend, find a way to work through that wound, like right. therapy, you know, a 12-step program, of um, counseling, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is. Because, I mean, there's some real deep hurts out there, you know, that you come to the other side, but there's a way. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. And you are that personified, right? I mean, you know, you didn't go through all of the details of your life hurts, but suffice it to say there, you know, there's been a lot of stuff. Yes. And we can sit around and blame and live in Mm -hmm. it and wallow in it, or we can make a choice to be better. It really does start with us. And uh, so I'm encouraged. I'm glad you're here. I want to yeah. make sure people know how to connect with you. So tell us all of your social media outlets. And- oh, yeah. Thanks. So really, I'm I'm Kathy Joe Boggs everywhere. Like, I don't have a really cute name on Instagram. <laughs> right. It didn't, for me, it didn't make sense because I always struggle finding people when they're um, cute pink clown mob, mama or whatever. Right. I'm Kathy <laughs> Joe Boggs on Instagram. I'm Kathy Joe Boggs on um Facebook and I'm out there. So, right. You know, they want connections. They can message me. I love helping people or just to see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So it's real easy. It's Kathy with a C. 
Right. Not Kathy. A, yes, yes, Kathy Joe Boggs. Yeah. And so you're starting a new uh like fit fab holistic health group February third. February third is a Monday. It goes for thirty days. And you've got room for more people yes. if they want to join yes. and get Just connected. Message me, find me on Facebook. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Take picture of their scale every day. <laughs> yeah, they I'm, yeah. I'm all about it. I, right. I think that's oh, will fun. you be joining the group? I think I need to join that group. I think there's like maybe a bigger purpose and why you're here because I I told said what back in January I gotta put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. And we it's were just do 30 pounds. Yeah, she yeah. challenged me to lose 30 pounds. Ten in. She's 10 in, and I'm like, we're the nutty buddies. <laughs> <laughs> so good, right? Nutty buddies. I mean, I, you know, but it is Ice and cream. it isn't. Mm. You know, like I watch what you're making, and I'm like, that's beautiful. That looks delicious. Yeah. And I, I've just been really lazy about that. And I know for me, it will not just impact me, but it will impact my whole, Your whole family. family. And that's yeah. significant. Like, I can't. That's you a know. good feeling and yes. they're like, right. Like Jake did that this past summer when you can, they go like, can I have berries instead of that? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. What does that mean to drink more water or whatever yep. mom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good stuff. So thank you. Thank you for thank coming you so much, Kathy. Absolutely. We thank you. loved it. And uh, we hope to have you back at some point yes. and we will uh, just be watching you all on your social media and connecting. I'm excited to start following. Maybe I'll be real connected here pretty soon. Yeah, that would be great. I would love that. um, uh, Audience, we love you guys. Mm. We hope you learned something today and what it's like to be fully alive, fully living. And if you're not, again, get plugged into a relationship. Um, Give it away. You know, just give yourself away. You have to be vulnerable. Yeah, the vulnerability. So we're going to close, and uh, we hope to hear see y'all next week. We'll be back and the studio and we look forward to having another lady who's making moves because we are mama's making moves thank you for joining us today on mama's making moves be sure to subscribe so you don't miss all the fun that we have for you and follow us on all of our social media platforms